The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome to Cast It Strong Style. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Anwar Starwin. What's going on, Anwar? What's up, Don? Hello, people out there. Good to talk to you, Mr. Anwar Starwin. We are here to talk about the first three nights, best of the Super Juniors, as it is going on at the same time as the World Tag League. Just like to give a big shout out to Terry's boy, for helping me review the World Tag League uh, this year, as Mr. Anwar Starwin will be helping me review Best of the Super Juniors. So we'll give you guys the most up-to-date shows that we can uh, for the next couple of weeks as these two tournaments go on at the same time. So Mr. Anwar Starwin, I know that you have uh, boycotted and picketed the World Tag League, but did you uh, the first night when they both were uh, kind of intermittent between each other, uh, was there anything that stood out to you that very first night that you had to endure the World Tag League to watch the best of the Super Junior matches? Actually, I enjoyed um, that card, even though how long it was. It, it was it, 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 it. Each match didn't feel too. It didn't overstay its welcome to me. So I enjoyed. I enjoyed a lot of those tag matches. So I ain't got no complaints about it. I've been actually. I've been cherry picking the tournament. I ain't watching the whole whole fucking damn card though. Okay, okay. Well, as long as you get some enjoyment out of the World Tag League, because I was uh, thinking to myself, I was like, man, Anwar might have like fast forward through every other match uh, just to get to what he was interested in uh, on this first night. But uh, we will start with night number one as Master Wato took on Yuamura, who was filling in for Kanemaru. Uh, for the tournament. So Yurimura came out firing and even got the Boston Crab in in the opening minute. Uh, other than a release German suplex, though, Yurimura didn't get that much else in. Master Wato put him down with a 10-zone tombstone driver. And Master Wato is your winner. So you tell me your opinion in this match, because I'm going to keep it real. I never went back to it, and I definitely didn't go back to it after I saw it was like only four minutes. So, like... That's exactly what I described. It was Yurimura came out, Surprised Watto, uh, got him in the Boston Crab, got him in the German release suplex, went for his double underhook. Watto reversed it, 10 zone tombstone power driver. Thank you for coming. So basically, Yumur was the most entertaining thing about that match, and he slipped on a banana pill and Watto won, right? Yep. That's basically what you're telling me, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Got to make the kid feel like he belongs, even though, you know, got to make the people believe that. He's actually, you know, worthy of the spot because, you know, Kanemaru probably figured in not to take a lot of pinfalls. That's probably the Master Wato spot, but, you know, car is subject to change. So, okay. Who who are you more impressed by as a wrestler in 2020? Master Wato or Yurimura? Yurimura? It's not even close. No hesitation, you see? <laughs> Yo, I respect that honesty. I yo I I like I, I mean Wado as a young lion was one of my favorite dudes. I don't know what the fuck happened to him during excursion. He ain't the same dude. And really, people go through things. There's a lot of stuff we don't know. So sometimes people lose their confidence. So maybe he'll get it back someday. But 
This ain't the same dude that left. I think he, I, I think he's too caught up in between trying to be strong style and lucha libre. He's trying to do both, and he just needs to commit to one or the other. Either wrestle the way you were before you went to Excursion, or wrestle what you've learned since you've been in Excursion. But trying to combine them both isn't really producing the desired effect I think he wants. You sound like based based on that like like that observation is kind of like he's like a person that's thinking too much, right? And when you doesn't think too much, it screws up with your action time, and it throws off what you could be doing, and and like messes up your like overall potential. This is that sounds like something that happened with Mr. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was listening to too many people and getting advice and. And he just threw him off, and he never was able to max out his full potential. Yeah, man. Sometimes you just gotta just go with what you what you got, what got you there in the first place. You know, I know mm. that everybody wants to try to expand and 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 add and and be more versatile and have multi multiple dimensions to their game, but sometimes you gotta go just strip it back down and say, okay. Let me get back to my basics, to my fundamentals, and let me concentrate on that. And then, you know, everything else will take care of itself. And then, you know, once I get that back up under me, then we can try to go back and maybe be a little bit more expansive in the repertoire. But I think he just needs to go back to his basics and then, you know, try to maybe not put this whole Lucha Libre repertoire in there, but just some of it. Okay. We have Doki versus Robbie Eagles. Eagles got going in a closing stretch that included a 450 splash into the leg, followed by the Ron Miller special and Doki taps and Robbie Eagles. And his return to New Japan for wrestling is victorious in the best of the Super Juniors tournament. So good to see Robbie Eagles back. Uh, Doki and him actually had a really good match. Like they said, down the end, uh, it was really good. Picked up the pace a lot. Um... I like what I'm seeing from Doki so far in this tournament. Doki been one of the best dudes in that tournament, for real, for real. Uh, your thoughts about Robbie Eagles uh, coming back from a long time off? Uh, yeah, he looked really good for a dude that hasn't wrestled in like shit a year, almost a year. Mm-hmm. Like he was, this was he ain't been like was it like last time he was in January, or February? Yep, right before the pandemic. And I don't think, and I don't think he took any bookings, so. To not do that and to come back and be that good in the match, that's, that's pretty pretty freaking cool. He was, like, bigger, too, if you notice. Yeah, yeah. Quarantine weight, it'll do it. You're right. But he, had to, like, like he was not skipping leg day. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Power. Our next match, we saw Bushi go up against Sho. Uh, your typical Bushi match, um, you know, on the end of a lot of offense had a couple of spots here where he got some near falls but eventually show scored the win with the shock arrow it was a solid match i expected more from like that matchup but you know it, it was a solid match matchup I, I ain't hating on it boost you my guy and you know i love me some damn show so it was a, it was it was it was a solid match right right one half of the junior 
heavyweight tag team champions El Desperado took on Taguchi. Uh, Desperado put the focus on Taguchi's leg, wrapping it around the ring post. Taguchi's knee was giving out at key points like he was a, when he was attempting to dodon. Uh, Taguchi continued to weather the storm until scoring a flash pin off a roll-up for the two points. So Taguchi uh, pulls one out in the bottom of the ninth to beat El Despi. Bro, like, the way Desperado looked at the end of the match after he lost, he was in fucking shock. It made the match, made the victory even better. <laughs> it was like, it was like, what? How, how did this happen to me, bro? Yeah, he was yeah, inflicting man. a lot of punishment on that knee and was in total control. Yeah. Maybe he's, it kind of feel like he was fucking with Taguchi a bit too much, and then Taguchi's like, oh, you must have forgot, and then just took him out with that, like, Wow. It was a good match. I liked it. It was one of the better matches I liked on that card. So yeah, Taguchi, Taguchi, when he when he wanted, when he has to, he can step up. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the, um, you know, the junior heavyweight version of Yano. You know, when he really has to, you know, give you a, a top tier match, he can deliver it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hiromu took on IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion Taji Ishimori. Hiromu, because he's crazy, took a power driver <laughs> on the apron. It's like, dude, you just recently <laughs> got over a broken neck. What are you thinking? Uh, the former champion survived a bunch of big offense from Taji Ishimori near the end before pulling out the victory with the time bomb. So Hiromu has avenged his title loss against Taji Ishimori from back in the summer. So, um, at some point in time, maybe there is going to be a rematch in their future. But, uh, yeah, this was good. Taji Ishimori always rises to the occasion when he wrestles Hiromu, and this was no different. This, this is, was it better than a Jingo match? Because it was a little bit longer, yes, I think so. Because it wasn't so, – their Jingo match was just like almost a total squash by Taji Ishimori. It's like Hiromu got like two moves in and then the rest was Ishimori. Mm, I don't know. I like that Jingo match. and I kind of like matches that's not super long. So, I don't know. This match was really good. I enjoyed it. I was kind of surprised that, that like Hiromu won. But, you know, maybe, maybe that's like another way to have him challenged if he doesn't win the tournament. And maybe, just maybe... It opens up the tournament, somebody else to win in the tournament. So, mm. you know, maybe maybe my dark horse show has a chance. Right, right, right. Interesting way yeah. to book it to get the two matches that most people would probably want to see anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's smart. Now we transition over to night two. Yuramora versus Bushi is our opening match. Yuramora hits a drop kick followed by the German suplex for two count. Then the Kanuki suplex looks to follow, but Bushi escapes with an enziguri, then a lung blower for a near fall. Bushi then turned an F5 into a code breaker, and Bushi gets the win over Yuramura. I, I liked it. It was a good match. Good good opener. Yeah, Bushi like, thought he was going to have it on cruise control and realized, oh, he had to get back on the gas. <laughs> yeah, you can't play with Yuramura. <laughs> So, yeah, good stuff. Good opening uh, match for night two. Next up, we had Robbie Eagles versus Master Wado. Wado does a 10 tribute, hitting the 10 tombstone driver, and then the spinal tap 
and Master Watto got the win over Robbie Eagles. I I like that match, but that match also made me nervous. <laughs> yeah, there is a couple of times where guys landed high on their neck and shoulders that didn't look too good. And whose fault was that? That would be Mr. Watto. Yeah, man. See, what, what, what were we just talking about? When you think too much in the ring, and I just... Please don't hurt nobody, Watto. <laughs> this was, uh, like you said, a very surprisingly good match. Uh, uh, the pace was good. The action yeah, was I good. agree. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. expecting much going into it, but then once it got going and it ended, I was like, damn, that was that was really good. Yeah, I, yeah, I did too. It's just like, do you think Watto was going to win the match, though? For, uh, no, not really. Neither. Not till he won. Not till he hit the exactly <laughs> two big moves back to back, and he won. And I was like, "Oh, it's shocking." Mm-hmm. Wasn't Robbie kind of healing it up in that match a little? A little, a little. See, that stuff was kind of making me nervous because he's doing this heel shit. He was in that tag team with Osprey, and they were a really good tag team. Last year, so I was like, I was kind of nervous going into night three. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm still nervous even after night three. But yeah, that's just something to think about. Doki versus Show. Doki hit Show with the spin outside slam, which only gets a two count. A German suplex from Show leaves both men down. A lariat from Show stops Doki in his tracks, leading to the cross arm pile drive before near fall. From there, show show calls for and hits shock arrow and gets the win over Doki. Yo, man, this was dope. I dug it. You know, I'm on the um Doki's doing a good job and show just show a show. Yep. You can only be as good as your partner in these matches when you have these uh, singles matches, and Doki has been very good. He uh, hasn't come out on the right end as of yet. But he's very close, and he's put up some very spirited matches. So I appreciate his effort so far. <laughs> yeah. Was this the night where the little kid was dressed up like Doki? It was. Or was that night? No, it was this night. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's cute. The little kid with the Doki, he looks straight. I was like, right, well, see, you, you getting over, Doki. You got little kids dressing up like me now. Shit. Taguchi versus Taji Ishimori. Taguchi went for the ankle lock, dropping an elbow to the knee as he tightened up the hole before he pulled Ishimori up for the dodon. Ishimori countered with a wheelbarrow roll-up. Taguchi reverses it, but Ishimori undid that and grabbed a handful of tights, exposed the buttocks of Taguchi to get the win. (laughs) So after the match, Taguchi is walking around with his pants halfway down trying to convince Rich. He's like, look, man. He'd like to pull my tights off. He grabbed the trunk so much. And the red shoes is like, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. So the red shoes don't never see shit. <laughs> don't never see shit. He's like the blindest rapper ever. You need some glasses, my dude, for all the bullshit that happens in your matches. Yeah, man. He was just walking around with his, his pants down. And I was like, I like how it started the match. Like, 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 Taguchi was fucking with Ishimori with the dances and shit. Yeah. Because it's a play. Like 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 his like Ishimori's past when he was doing some some like I guess kind of like 
J-pop shit or whatever, oh, kind of okay. like. Okay. So it was a callback to that, and like, uh, and he, he tried to use it like that's why you saw Taguchi doing the dances, fucking with him. That shit was killing me, bro. <laughs> and Tegu- and Ishimori was no selling it like motherfucker. And Ishimori got his ass in the end with the joint, but even though he got his ass in the end, he was taunting that motherfucker, and then and then Taguchi just turned around and moved, yeah. All you can see was fucking it's some more sex. Like, oh no. <laughs> like, oh, why are you moving, man? <laughs> oh my god, that shit was great. Oh man. Oh, the Gucci the goat. <laughs> yeah, this was a this was a good match and it had the fun comedy at the end too, so yeah, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> that leads us to the main event of night two. El Desperado versus Hiromu. Hiromu's thrown into the exposed corner, sandwiching ref, uh, Red Shoes Uno in the process. He even falls cross first onto Desperado's foot for a nice one-two punch to uh, Red Shoes. So he's definitely out of the match. Desperado heads outside for a chair, which he eventually uses, whacking Hiromu's knee repeatedly before he rolled the referee back inside. The numero dos follows with Hiromu being kept away from the ropes, and that eventually forces the verbal submission, and El Desperado is victorious over Hiromu. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Before the bullshit, how did you feel about the match? Oh, they were going at it. It was picking up. I After all the bullshit. After the bullshit, how did you feel about the match? Took it down just a taste, but you know, it still was a. I still enjoyed the match to a very high degree. Okay, did uh, did did the shenanigans offend you, like evil or Jay White way? No, because I haven't seen Desperado refer to those tactics. Every time I've seen him wrestle for the last three months. Okay, I agree with you. Like, I still really enjoyed that match, but like that shit wasn't necessary. You just get fucking Desperado to win, right. and you ain't got you ain't got to do all this shit. Desperado is good enough to win without doing all the bullshit. I mean, he he, he do it sometimes, but it's like yeah, I it mean, didn't it didn't it didn't offend me like it, it like. The evil shit be offending me. Even the Jay White stuff that be like making me roll my eyes. They could have kept it to the chair attack on the outside, and then he rolls him back in, hits him with the numero dose, and keeps him away from the ropes, and then not had the two ref bumps, and it would have been just fine. Would have accomplished the same thing. Exactly. So I mean, but you know, it's not a New Japan main event unless you know Uno takes a bump, Red Shoes takes that bump, so. See, they doing that shit too much though. <laughs> like, they, they, they like for me. It's like one of the main reasons I started like watching more New Japan back in the day is I could just watch matches and I get clean finishes and it would be no bullshit. This, this right here, man. <laughs> if they keep doing this shit, you gonna have to get somebody else to host this shit, host these shows. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be full time. You and Cherry Boys, and just me listening and commenting and shit in in the on, on the podcast, not being on the podcast because you know I got like man, I don't know. I uh, they got they got to be careful with this shit. 
because some of us watch New Japan or watch stuff in Japan not to be reminded of, of the stuff that we were trying to get away from. So they, they got to be careful with that, man. Because, like, some people come through just for the matches. And when you start doing shit in the matches too much, like, nah. Like, I just watched a, a Wrestle Princess show from Tokyo Joshi Pro. It had stuff in it. But I got clean finishes and fucking awesome matches. And it's like, okay. And that's like, see, even me watching Noah shit. Like in the, in the, in matches, like I'm getting good shit, no fucking weird stuff in it, just defect finishes. Like why y'all making this shit hard to need to be New Japan? Come on now, don't 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 be overbooking shit. I think that it's maybe them because you got to figure this year was supposed to be their big assault on America, right? They were supposed to be having all these big shows in America, be having more of a presence in America. And I mm-hmm. think that Gato thinks he has to book it, the whole company, like an American company, for it to be accepted in America. So if you look at this now over this past year, he's really been heavy on the outside interference in the main events, semi-main events, because I think they were expecting to have a lot of these matches in America and have a bigger American audience. If he, I just think he just thinks that that's what they want, that he can't just have straight up new Japan esque finishes with no drama, no, um, you know, interference or anything like that. So I just think he's just going off of an American trope. He thinks that people would be enjoying, but now that they have all their plans wiped out, he just never went back to the booking of like 2019, 2018, where it was much less a part of the booking. I think he realized we can only get so many people in here, so let's just do some different shit because it's not like we're going to lose too many fucking ticket sales anymore. So I think he, he's, he's booking doing more wild shit because he knows you kind of get away with it. Yeah, that, that may be a part of it, too. I definitely would not uh, put that past uh, his thinking as well. Mm-hmm. Night three, which is going to be the final night that we review on this episode, El Desperado defeated Yuramura. Um, he got the win over the long, young line. Good opening match. Uh, Stretch Muffler was the, uh, the, the the catalyst of the win here. Um, you know, same thing as all the opening matches with Yuramura. Um, he gets a little bit better, a little bit closer. Uh, to a win each and every match, just showing people that they can't take him lightly. And eventually, Bushi, he's going to slip up and beat somebody. Yeah, I was really, that was one of my favorite matches from that card. So I think it, it, it's kind of like, I think Desperado thought he could just fuck around with you more. And then he realized pretty soon, like, nah, <laughs> nah, that's not, no. So that was one of my favorite matches on that card, actually. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion Taji Ishimori coming into the match with four points. Uh, El Desperado has uh, had came into the match with four points. Now he has six. Uh, he def- Taji Ishimori defeated Doki. Uh, Ishimori got the win by submission with the guest lock. <laughs> uh, there is a part in this match where uh, Doki got his pipe and was uh, using it on Ishimori. Then Ishimori managed to get his uh, title. And they had a pipe versus title little interaction there with the title belt being more deadlier than the pipe. 
And uh, so that led to Ishimori getting the upper hand and getting the guest lock and getting the win over Doki. Yeah, man, I thought it was a really nice match, and you know, Doki keeping up with this, keeping up that heat, the hot streak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, future's bright for him. He took him a minute to get going in New Japan. People were just like, first off, where'd he come from? And, <laughs> and then, you know, they had to get used to his, you know, tactics uh, in, in the matches. But now that he's proved himself and now that he can really go, he's relying less on the tactics. And uh, people are starting to get behind him a little bit, too. You're right. They are. Taguchi versus Master Wado. Uh, both of these men come into the match with four points. Um, Taguchi and Wato exchange roll-ups, but Taguchi getting the better of the exchange and the victory. Uh, Master Wato pulled the tights on this one, too. Pulled Taguchi's tights halfway down, but in the roll-up exchange, he got a face full of ass, and Taguchi pinned him one, two, three. <laughs> got a face full of bare ass. Let me, let me change that. <laughs> I kind of like I kind of like how is the inverse of what happened in the previous like right night where how he 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 like lost it. I kind of like what they did right there. That was really cool. Solid match. Yeah, I think Wato looked the best he's looked so far in this match. He looked safe. He didn't look like he was trying to do too much. He stayed within mm-hmm. you know what his skill set kind of allows him to be right now. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed the finish uh, to this. It was, it was a very fun, a lot of fun at the end. Um, Robbie Eagles coming into the match with four points. Defeated Show, who also has four points. Uh, Robbie Eagles, he got the win. Uh, he turned the sliced bread number two into a DDT. Then he mm. hits the 450 splash to the knee of Show, followed by the Ron Miller special. Show taps out, and Robbie Eagles is your winner. That was, man, that was, I think that was my favorite match on the card, I think. Yeah. I, I, it, it didn't disappoint me, and also kind of intrigued that match was, is Robbie going to turn heel or not? And he didn't, so it's kind of like it was a really awesome match still. But I still was looking to see if we were going to be doing, like, some dirty shit in it. Mm-hmm. So, nah, nah, man, I, I really dug it. It was it was, it was, a, it was a really cool match. And, you know, even though show lost, it, if you have a really awesome match and you lose, it's not not people going to always focus on the fact that you lost. It's just like, show had an awesome match. So, oh, yeah. They had an awesome match, you know? You can definitely get over by, by losing. Uh, Robbie Eagles did this fantastic Tope Kanhilo spot where he basically hit show, bounced off of him, front flipped, and landed on his feet in the crowd. That was pretty sick. Nuts. <laughs> uh, did you watch this with the uh, American commentary? Or did you watch I have, that day? I, no, I haven't watched any of the shows with American commentary. Okay, yeah, if you wait like a few hours or the next day, they have the American commentary uh, version. Uh, oh. So they've been turning it around pretty fast. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, what's the dude? Gino Gambino? He does, uh-huh. he does not like Robbie Eagles. <laughs> and uh, there is this one part. Oh, yeah. He's, he's still got issues with him. I know because, like, Robbie bailed on Bullet Club. Yeah, there's this one point where Robbie Eagles is going, 
uh, Robbie, Robbie, oi, 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 to the crowd to try to get them to like clap because you know they can't mm-hmm. chant. And uh, <laughs> Gina's like, see, he's out here promoting the spread of coronavirus, trying to get the chat, get the crowd to chant along with him. That's another reason why I don't <laughs> oh, like him. <laughs> Uh, wow. A main event of the evening, Hiromu coming in with four points, defeated Bushi. Uh, Hiromu hits two Death Valley drivers, followed by the time bomb, and Hiromu gets the win over Bushi. Um, that's so so match. I mean, you know, Bushi has his moments where when he really wants to go, he can go, but it usually takes about 10 or 15 minutes before he gets to that point in the match. And uh, Hiromu, you know, he wasn't as crazy. He was much safer. So as long as he's safe and he's in his matches, I'm I'm pleased. I I enjoyed it, but I'm I'm biased towards those two. So you know that comes along with me reviewing these things. So I enjoyed it, and Bushi did have to take some time to heat up, but he got there at the end. So kind of was hoping Hiromu would take L, but you know they ain't gonna do that because Hiromu's the top guy. So I get it, but still. They don't, they don't really get bushy shit, but whatever. <laughs> so now everybody's all caught up on the first three nights of the best of the Super Juniors tournament. Um, the tournament is starting to heat up. I think guys are starting to kind of get into the groove now uh, after a week of uh, matches. And we're starting to see some matchups pick up, some matches, the pacings of the matches pick up. Luckily, guys haven't um, started to feel the toll of all these matches in a row yet so you don't see too many guys bandaged up or taped up as of yet but uh you know anything can happen uh this next week uh, leading into december 6th um uh, which is the uh second to last weekend the 11th is and 12th will be the final two nights of the world tag league and the best of the super juniors so mr anwar starwin uh, just some final thoughts before i turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous Mm, it was really good, like open match, like opening like nights, and I like the fact that it alternates between tag leagues, so you can you get a mixture of different things instead of like having everything combined on one card. Even though they did that with night one, but so and I think they're gonna do that the final night too. So, but yeah, man, I just like the variety between both like like shows or whatever. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I did. I, I didn't know how this was gonna work uh, when they first introduced it, but yes, the 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 every other night kind of concept concept uh, definitely makes it uh, a lot easier to consume uh, than it would be having to because the old New Japan they probably would have been giving us these four hour shows with every night, uh, you know, tag league and best of super junior matches uh, like they did that first night. But that's the one thing I think the 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 uh the the pandemic has helped new japan with it's kind of condensed their shows a little bit and uh you know i'm good with two hours i can be in and out and uh, get everything i need in two hours and it's been it's been awesome yep i'm always in favor of less is more so <laughs> <laughs> all right mr anwar starwin at this time sir i'm gonna turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous Shout out to Terry Boy off the top because I don't have to review them damn World Tag League. So God bless you, brother. You the best, man. And shout out to Don for all the work he do because this man all over the damn network. Like, goddamn, bro. Um, 
Shout out to Jupiter Julep, because she's the best. And shout out to Madame Lizette. Shout out to What Sleep, though, even though she ain't no listen to shit, but she's still a fan, so I shout her out. Um, shout out to Jay, and you know, everybody else, y'all cool. Thank you once again, Mr. Anwar Starwin, for helping me review the best of the Super Juniors. Like you said, big shout out to Terry's Boy for coming in and being a part of the uh, the reviews this week, this month for World Tag League. Shout out to all the members of the GLOW, Jupiter Julep, Madame Lizette, Let's Sleep Though, Jay to the Max, Miss Simi. Check out us, our reviews of AEW over on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. You can also check out some more of Anwar Starwin as he talks football and various other topics as well over on the Dark Match patreon.com forward slash CSPN media. Um, so continue to use the hashtag cast of strong style to share your commentary with color on the world tag league and best of the super juniors. So for my co-host, Mr. Anwar Starwin, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been cast of strong style. Cast, cast of strong, strong stars.